Hey, hey, this is uh, Jeff from the Very Serious Hunting Podcast. This is Grant, also from the Very Serious Hunting Podcast. And this is Teddy from the Very Serious Hunting Podcast. I'm and Riley. Who's... Go ahead again, Riley. I'm Riley. Do you want to like let people know how you know us? Uh, Teddy's my dad. Oh, okay, cool. Perfect. Cool. 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 Well, Riley, it's nice to have you on the podcast, and uh, we will be talking to you uh, about stuff shortly. Uh, yeah, so today's episode is brought to us by uh, Ghost Turkeys, Uncontrollable Gobbles, Undersized Trout, and uh, Northwest Dad Outdoors. So, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to most of that eventually. Uh, so... Yeah, it's turkey season here in Washington. Um, it is, uh, we're late recording, so it is April 30th, and uh, um, this will come out tomorrow morning, hopefully, if I get my ass in gear. Um, but uh, we've been doing a little turkey hunting. Um, youth season was early, and uh, adult season, or general season, um, uh, was a little bit later. Started on the 16th, maybe? So um, I hope you guys are all getting out. Uh, we did, and that's what today's episode is about. Uh, but first, we're basically going to hand off to uh, Grant and Teddy and Riley to talk about their youth hunt. I'll throw any questions as right. We so tried to get my son tried to get my son up here to talk about his experience with the youth hunt, but he has a very important game of Forza going on right now, so he would re- prefer not to. Uh, I. Do not oppose people playing Forza. What? Well, right. I do when he could, he could be podcasting instead of playing a video game, but it's true. It's true. What are you going to do? I'm not going to not going to force him into it. So we went and did the youth hunt. It was my first ever youth hunt. Uh, ben, my oldest, his first ever hunt for turkeys. Riley, your first hunt with a gun in your hand, right? Um. I went hunting for grouse once, but that was my first turkey hunt. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got Did it. you get any grouse or no? No. Oh, that's all right. You'll get three or four this year, I bet, though. That's what I'm hoping for. Perfect. So we went to our gracious host uh, in northeastern Washington, Teddy's brother and sister-in-law, and we stayed at their house, which was awesome. Um didn't it was kind of a whirlwind trip because it takes me six or seven hours to get to where we were. I know it's about four for Teddy, so it's it was a long drive on Friday, and then we hunted pretty hard on Saturday, um, and we did a little quick morning hunt on Sunday, and then Ben and I raced back across the state. So it was a lot of driving for essentially hearing a bunch of gobbles, which was fun. Oh, and we yeah, we saw birds too. We, well, we saw birds, yeah. Yeah, we got on some flocks and, and had a couple of stalks trying to get to them. Yep, it was real fun. Um, so Riley, walk us... Go ahead. Do you want to kind of tell us about, about your hunt, about you, your experience, how you liked it? Um, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was fun. But for me, the hardest part was keeping quiet because I like talking a lot. Right. So what was your favorite part about this, our, our youth hunt? Uh, well, 
Something that I liked about it was that at one of the stores, someone was really nice and gave us tips, and we saw gobblers. Yeah, I see. I figured you were gonna say your favorite part was screaming at the turkeys out of the window <laughs> and getting them to gobble back at you. <laughs> that was fun, also. Because we would come across a couple of flocks on private land. Because why wouldn't they be right? And I would roll down the windows of the truck, and we would get the birds gobbling, and then they'd gobble back, and it was pretty funny watching them. We'd go, bloop, bloop, and they'd hit us back, and eventually it got to the point where Riley could just scream, gobble, gobble. And then, <laughs> yep, just like that. Perfect. Um, but the youth hunt was a lot of windshield time, which was okay. Cause we had snacks. We had snacks. There was candy, believe it or not. Yeah, it's too bad. I, you know, I want to call out the store, the local store we stopped at and gave Riley half price candy and was just really, really excited to see the kids out hunting. Um, gave us some advice too of private land to go knock on the door and said, Hey, you've got your kids up here. You know, the local guys, quite a few of them are, are pretty excited to see the next generation out hunting and yep. you go knock on their door. They're, they're likely to give you permission to hunt. So yeah, we, had per- permission. we sent Riley and Ben up there to knock on the door. Yeah, permission with kids, not the adults. Like that, right. people are people are right. more willing to give permission to kids. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the kids were polite. They said who they were and what they were asking. And the gentleman, I mean, then four people walk up to his porch wearing camo. I, he kind of gets the idea, but yeah, it was it was nice to get the kids out there and kind of out of their comfort zone. At least I know Ben was out of his comfort zone when he was talking to this older gentleman, but. It worked out pretty good. Yeah, how was that for you, Riley? Just going up to a stranger's door and knocking on the door. Um, it was not too different because I do Girl Scouts, <laughs> but I thought it was important for me to look cute, so I did smile. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> cool. So, so you got permission. Did you find turkeys on that? Did yep. you find turkeys to chase on that piece? Or? We did. Um, they disappeared on us. We found them. We parked. We got all sneaky, walked in a riverbed, sneaky and quiet, which is what we were kind of really preaching to the kids this trip. Yeah. Um, and we did pretty good at it. But the flock disappeared. We have no idea where they went. They just went full on quiet. Those are the ghost turkeys. Ghost turkeys. They weren't even around the property. We checked by there also. Yeah, we walked all around that chunk of property looking for this flock of birds because there were probably four big toms in there and they just vanished. Crazy. And did you uh, did you guys start like super early um, or did you kind of start at daylight trying to find turkeys to then talk to you? Do you remember, Riley? For me, it was kind of like waking up at my normal because I usually wake up at 6 but for it, it was probably early for everyone else. And we were a little before six. Yeah. yeah but that's kind of normal also because sometimes I wake up a tiny bit before and just lay in my bed quietly. Well, our, our plan was, if I remember correctly, was to get up and go out and see if we could find some trees. Um, but the forecast was not looking like it was going to be in our favor. So I was able to text Teddy while we were both still laying in our separate beds, not the same bed. <laughs> um, hey, let's let these kids sleep a little bit longer. 
and it, that worked out pretty pretty well. Riley came downstairs pretty much right after I went down, but uh, my 14 year old decided that that was a cool thing to do, just sleep in. So we got a little bit of a late start, um, and then just kind of drove around and found some. We found some on private property or that first little flock that we saw. Yeah. And then we got to practice being sneaky, sneaky in the woods because it was there was public land that was bordering this chunk of private uh, that we were going to try and call them off. And we got pretty close to them. We, were, I mean, pretty close as far as turkeys go. We were probably 60, 70 yards, but they were still on private. Yeah, still on private, so no shot. Yeah. And with a, a 410 and a 20 gauge, we were trying to get them pretty close. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool, cool. And then one of the things that um, kind of made us feel a little bit better about our super awesome hunting skills was that everybody that we talked to said that, yeah, you know, this winter, how it was, they're still pretty, they're not really out cruising yet. The toms aren't out cruising for more hens. They still have their little flocks. So um, trying to get them to break off was, I mean, it proved to be really difficult. Teddy's great at calling. Um, yeah, and they would, too. they kept... Like while we were hunkering down in the grass, which was pretty cool, Teddy would give them a couple of hits, and they would uh, either gobble or we'd see their heads pop up above the grass, to kind of look where we were. So they were hearing us and they were intrigued, but they also still had a whole almost spilled my beer. Um, yeah, they had a whole bunch of other prospects that were right next to them. So. And so that was your morning. And then what'd you guys do for lunch? What'd you do after lunch? Tell me all about it. Um, Riley, do you remember? Do you want to talk about it? I don't remember for about what we had for lunch, but when we started getting weird out, we started snacking in the truck. You don't remember me trying to hurry you along because I was going to finish your chicken Alfredo? Oh, yeah. We had the adventurers <laughs> in the back of the truck. Yeah, we, uh, I think we snacked pretty hard for most of the day. And then right around, I want to say it was, it was a late lunch. It was like 2 o'clock. I finally went, yeah. we should eat something. So uh, this is after we crawled around on the ground to try and sneak up on a couple of toms that definitely knew we were there. Um, yeah, we had tailgate meals, which is the best way to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was sitting there in the front of the truck while Grant was eating, Ben was eating, Riley was eating, and I'm going, come on, Riley, hurry up, because I knew she wasn't going to finish one, so I was just going to finish it off, but man, all the all the good smells in the truck there after being up hunting for you know, eight, ten hours, it was... Yeah, oh, I yeah. believe the, the term is hangry. I was savoring Teddy, it. Teddy was, on the cusp, <laughs> Teddy was on the cusp of getting hangry. Um, after we had our little morning hunt where we saw the birds we were driving along at gravel road and we saw a field that was all public and a couple of birds were on it and some deer and we just kept driving after we stopped and looked at them with binoculars because what else are you going to do you look at them because they look cool uh and we came back and we know you know there's birds here so park we walked in um we were hearing birds it's i I think i shared the onyx pin with you i called it turkeylicious because it looked just perfect for turkey yeah. And we heard it. We got a couple of hammers back, a couple of gobbles back to Teddy's calls. But um, then the rain came. And it was like somebody turned a switch on. It was rain. And then it went from rain to 
Hail. Hail. Hail, hail, hail. Like. And then right as we came back to the vehicle, after walking back, it just stopped. Yep. That switch got turned back off. Yeah. But we figured that at that point, the the birds were pretty much going to shelter down for a minute. And then um, I believe that's the first time we went to that little store, which was great. Go and get more snacks. Snacks for sure. Somebody, <laughs> somebody in the truck needed coffee or caffeine. It was me. I needed it. <laughs> And that was pretty much our, our first morning. I mean, we we did do some, we had the experiences that I was hoping for, right? Yeah. Whether we came back with a bird or not, the kids got close to birds. They could see them. They could hear them. Uh, we harassed a whole bunch of whitetail. Perfect. Yeah. We scared them off by making noises. Yeah. We came across a, a herd of, of about 30 of them just laying in the sun, living their best life. And we were looking at them like you do with animals. And I pulled the crow call out of my little vinyl harness um, and I blew at him a couple of times and they one just kind of mm. got up and he was all weary and then another one got up and started walking away and all of a sudden they just took off which is pretty great so we had a lot of really fun encounters and experiences with the animals which is what for my first youth hunt I'm glad that the kids got to see yeah and that, that's a pretty it's a pretty great way to hunt. It, it's off. I mean, it, it sucks you didn't get to bring me home, but like, then our hands would have gotten dirty, and that sounds uh, hard. Yeah, it's cool that you get all those other experiences, though. It, hunting is just hunting is just a different way to experience the woods. Right. But until you start doing it, you don't. You just don't know what it, what it is. Uh, all right. So, what else do we need to cover on that youth hunt? Do we need to talk about Sunday morning? Or was that mostly just to drive home? No, it was um, it was driving around a little bit and then a drive home. Yeah, we we hit kind of the hot spots that we had found on Saturday, and it was it was a lot quieter Sunday than it, it had been Saturday. I think that's when okay. we stopped back in the store, and I finally got the brown sweatshirt that I've been talking about buying for like three or four years, and then got Riley one too from her first turkey hunt. So we had yep. a couple of souvenirs. I got one for I got one for myself and one for Ben, and then I got home and Jill was like, "Well, where's mine?" Sorry, honey, they didn't have any your size. And so when we went back for the adult hunt, um, I told her I would stop and get one, but we never went into that store. So she'll have to wait until. Sorry, Jill. Not not like she doesn't have a thousand other hoodies. So <laughs> it's not like I don't have a thousand other hoodies. Yeah, but you were on the turkey hunt, so you earned that. Good point. The only kind I make. Yep, and we did have, I think it was during the youth hunt that Kayla came out with the ice holes sweatshirt on that she had stolen from Nathan from the uh, the ice derby. Nope, that was the adult hunt because oh, that was she, the adult was, hunt. Yeah. she was gone. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I'm like, huh, she's claimed it. So that I think that's pretty much it for the youth hunt. We had some good encounters. We got the kids that are interested in it because Ben, Ben's into it. My younger one, Blake, doesn't really care that much. Um, but we got him out practicing, moving quietly and picking the right path instead of going, you know, over all the broken sticks that you're going to step on. Maybe take a, a wider route and be a little bit quieter. And they got they got better at that, which is good. 
Yeah. Yeah, and already on the the drive home, Riley was asking me when we're going back out. So that I took that as a, a positive takeaway. Yeah, that's a huge. It was win. meant to be that. <laughs> she just wants more half price candy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, so that sounds like uh, what else is that? It on the youth hunt? Is it time to talk about the adult hunt? I think I think that's a good segue out of the youth hunt. We'll let Riley sign off here. You want to say anything else, Riley? Say hi to anybody. You know, usually at the end we say hi, mom, hi, Riley, whoever. Anybody you want to say hi to? Hi, Olivia, if you're listening. That's a that's a great one. Not not your mom. They on a podcast they can't see you shrug your shoulders unless we're doing video. So. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Hi, Mom. <laughs> With the consolation, hello. A lot of love there. Hey, yeah. Riley, thanks. Next time you have a story, come and tell us. Thank you yeah, for thanks. being on the podcast. This was this was great. Thanks for Got coming it. on, Riley. Thanks for letting me do it. Anytime. Anytime. All right. So let's <laughs> let's talk about the, the adult turkey hunt now as well. Um, so uh, I rolled in, I left home at five. Was it five? Might've been six. Anyway, AM uh, on Thursday morning, because I was pretty sure Teddy was going to meet me there kind of midday. Uh, and that's not the way that worked out. So I rolled into town about 10 o'clock. Um, and I spent most of the day just kind of out running around scouting by myself finding where turkeys might be. I never found anything that uh, was like super promising. Uh, I found some birds, but they were all like super deep in private land. So um, that was pretty much it. Uh, Waiting on Teddy, uh, I did not see much. I found a whole bunch of roads with no turkeys on. And um, are you there, Teddy? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> My headphones that I was just getting trans. Oh yeah, I slid right. over. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So basically, I didn't see much. Uh, Teddy had a very different experience on the way in. Uh, why don't you tell us about uh, after you left work there, buddy? Oh yeah. So I was man. I was trying to get out of work, and Jeff is messaging me. Hey man, I'm on the road. When are you getting up here? I'm, like, I'm trying. I'm really trying. <laughs> Um, chomping at the bit. And finally I was like, you know what? I, I'm to the point where I'm not going to get any more done today than I've gotten done right now. So I'm jumping in the truck and I start heading up and literally on my drive up, I get a, a text from my friend TJ and said, Hey, uh, have you left yet? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm right now. He goes, would you mind checking out a spot for me? I kind of want to know where the gates are on this, uh, public land. And, and then also like timber company, paper company land and so i i looked and it was about an hour detour for me and i'm you know i don't i don't think anything special is going to happen tonight hunting wise so yeah i'll gladly detour and and check out a spot for you so i was cruising in um and got on to the the state land as i was driving through and had a, a hen and a jake hop across the road in front of me so i stop the truck and I'm taking pictures and, you know, so, cause I'm going to text it back to him and say, Hey man, yeah, it looks like a good spot. There's some turkeys right here in front of me. 
And so I'm sitting in the truck and they hop up on the hillside and I, I'm sitting there watching them going, man, they really don't care that I'm here. And uh, well, that's going to change when I open the car door because, you know, this never works. So I rummage around in the back of the truck and get my shotgun and pull the truck to the side of the road and park it and hop out, load a, a shell in there because I didn't want to make too much noise loading a couple shells and look up and they were just kind of walking up the hill. So I went, man, this, you know, same thing in my head. This never works. This is a waste of time. This is stupid. I'm, you know, well, I'm just going to go. They don't seem that, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to go, whatever. We'll, we'll try it. You know, it never, never works if you don't try. So I kind of climb up the hill and, um, they'd gotten out probably 60 yards in front of me and I got up, up on a ridge behind them and, um, and they kind of look back and can see me and I'm in blue jeans and a hoodie. You know, I'm not, I don't look like a hunter. We call that urban camo. (laughs) Yeah. I'm out in the open. They can see me. Um, you know, there, there's no point in walking quietly or, you know, coming off as a predator. So I started walking like I was bird watching or something, just sort of casually quietly walking, but you know, not, knew I wasn't hidden and they kind of, apparently that was non-threatening and they sort of turned and kept doing their little walk. And, um, when they went behind a little knoll, I, I caught up and closed the distance on them. And, uh, so when they came back out, I wasn't sure which one was coming out first and it looked like the Jake came out in front of them, but I was, you know, being, I'm, I'm not a very experienced turkey hunter. I wanted to really, really make sure before I, before I pulled the trigger, and uh he was kind of walking away from me quartering away and then as he turned you know his beard was sticking out so i i hit him and saw him go down and heard thumping and flapping and and it was going away from me so you know my first thought was oh shoot you know it felt like a good hit i watched i've been really focusing on when i shoot my my follow through and watching the hit and watching you know after i pull the trigger and like, man, it, it looked like a good shot because he had a tree branch around him. I saw the shot hitting the tree branch. Like I, it was, it should be right there. It, that should have been a good hit on him. But then I worried that, you know, was that him just running away? So I got up there and it was, it was just a steep drop off, off the back of that little ridge I was on. And he was down there in the bottom with his feet sticking up and wings flapping. And I went, oh, great. And, you know, I actually got him. So got to, to start the weekend off right yeah and so Hanson tj a picture and say hey man yeah it looks good because he he'd already given me the green light too he's like yeah man if you see any birds in there feel free to shoot if you get a chance you know i'm not going to hold you you know hold it against you while you're in there checking out a spot for me and what did he say about it oh he was he was just really happy really excited for me sweet and uh that's not your first turkey though right yeah, that not the first turkey I've shot. I still I still don't consider it the first turkey I've hunted. Um I've I've shot two now. Uh the first one was kind of a, a similar situation and, and happened to be with TJ as well. So I'm I'm still waiting on that. Well not not to spoil the end of the podcast. I'm still waiting on my first hunted turkey where I really, you know, feel like, yeah, I, I brought it in, I tricked it, I held still, set everything up right, called them in. Um, but yeah, I have, have shot a couple turkeys now and I'm assuming they eat the same as the ones you call in. So, uh, yeah, kids, yeah, I think so. <laughs> not, I mean, not I wouldn't have too personal far experience with that, but yeah, yeah. Not to jump too far ahead, but I, I started cooking up the turkey legs and the kids smelled it across the room and basically laid claim to it and said, don't eat it. Cause that's mine. 
<laughs> awesome. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, basically after that, you rolled into town. And uh, we went to bed. We hung out with, uh, again, with Nathan and Kayla. And uh, we, we hung out there for a while. And we went to bed, got up, and we started... We kind of figured we'd land at some good areas right about daybreak, right about legal life, because we didn't have we didn't have a plan. So we um, we figured we'd go find some turkeys, and uh, that's what we did. We found a few. We got we found some, and the first thing we did was we said, "Oh shit, we'll never be able to hunt those." And we start pulling up on X, and uh, I'm glad you had it offline because I didn't. And uh, um, we said, oh, if we take this road, we can hop over and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, by the time we get there, they'll be off. But they were standing out in the pasture, just standing around doing turkey things. And uh, so we walk over, or we drive over, get out, walk out. And um, I took notes, so I have I have this all out. So <laughs> I do, look. Oh, I, I believe know that you have notes so uh so we roll up and we roll over the ridge right where they're gonna be and all all of them take off and teddy and i are like oh god what do we do now like they're all yeah, we we i mean we were making noise we're like we we blew it yeah we were just standing there talking full volume no big deal um, and, uh, we're standing there and, you know, there's no turkeys. And then I look across and I'm like, well, what about that one? What about that one over there? <laughs> and, uh, so we're just still standing in full view. Teddy starts calling at it. And across the field, she comes. And, uh, yeah. So what happens then, Teddy? <laughs> what do we do? Oh, we were, it was a mad scramble of like, okay, get down. I'm trying to remember now too. That whole weekend was kind of a blur, but you know, it was a, oh crap, get down. And then we were trying to get decoys out at the same time and, oh man, it, and get somewhere where we thought we could shoot, but still not mess with them. And I think at that point too, more turkeys started coming out of the woodwork and yeah, we're still trying so to get positioned. She, she came across the field the way you would hope a gobbler would. And then out of the blue, the turkeys that we scared off, and we saw those turkeys, the ones that we blew out, we saw them up on the next ridge. They were gone. They had left the county. And uh, here comes another six-pack in from where those turkeys had just run off from. And then out where uh, we hadn't seen any turkeys, out comes another six-pack. And they're gobbling. They're full strut. Um, and this is when Teddy is Teddy is between me and the fence and there's, I have no shot. I realize I've set up exactly wrong and now I'm never going <laughs> to get anything. So I'm sitting there just watching this unfold. Uh, and yeah, Teddy starts calling and tell us, tell us what happened. Oh, it was, I mean, I, I feel like it was forever. We were there probably an hour, yeah, maybe more. It. Um, but yeah, started, started calling to him and I, I had an old Jake fan. I know it's kind of a controversial thing, but we were, we were somewhere where there, it's not a high pressure area and felt comfortable. We we're flashing that tail fan around 
and just really, it was, it was really interesting listening to the birds. Um, a lot of the people we talked to said, you know, call very sparsely, just enough to kind of get their attention. And so we'd sit there quiet for, I, you know, probably five, 10 minutes and then let out a little, little cluck or a, a little call and they kind of turn and look at us and, um, I'd wave that fan and, and a couple of those toms would kind of look and they'd move a little bit closer and then, uh, sporadically some of the other hens would really just start calling aggressively and we'd call aggressively back to them. And, and Jeff and I, Jeff actually sounded, he's given me more credit. He sounded great as he and I were both echoing back at these other hens that were calling. And so these, these toms and hens and all the rest of the turkeys just kind of started making their way up the field. And this is, you know, 200, 300 yards away, um, bringing them in and just sitting patiently, getting them up close, um, and, and to skip ahead the course of an hour of like, oh man, are they, are they, or aren't they, um, as one of the toms is getting close, I swear I had a chipmunk behind me screaming at me, you know, when they sit there and they just cheep, 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 you know, and like, oh man, this thing's going to blow it. And, you know, the worst thing to hear during deer hunting and like, ah. so I'm just holding still trying to, and the Tom didn't seem too upset. He's still kind of working in and finally worked in and he's, I don't know, 20 yards away at this point, but on the wrong side of the fence. So I'm not, I'm not taking a shot across a fence into private property. Um, you know, if we, if we'd been there later, it probably would have been something where we could have gone and knocked on the door and gotten permission. A lot of the farmers around there are happy to let people hunt turkeys on their property, but we didn't have permission. So we weren't going to, you know, take that Liberty. And he started turning up the hill and I turn and look. And apparently what I thought was a chipmunk screaming behind me was actually a hen on the hill, maybe 10 yards behind me. It had been yelling at me for about the last four or five minutes. <laughs> yeah. She she uh, was just every step was <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Um, Tom didn't seem bothered. He started turning up, was coming, I mean, beelining up towards that hen like he was gonna come right across the fence. So I I set up when he disappeared and then he was gone. No idea where where he turned off at, but literally watched him disappear maybe 15 yards away from me and then just veered off or something so i man still running through my head of what i could have done there was a truck that went by on the other side of the field right about that time and yeah and they all just said oh we don't want to play that game anymore so uh that that's probably what happened in the youth hunt which is uh you guys saw the turkeys and you drove by and they were like oh i don't know what that is they probably took off i wonder if that's the same kind of deal the turkeys on the youth hunt that we saw uh, we were parked and they were just doing out there doing turkey things. And then a, another vehicle came from the other end of the road oh, okay. and he was scooting right along. So that kind of like, mm, I think we'll go back into the woods where it's safe and so it's just open field. Yeah. And so, so anyway, Teddy and I, we kind of realized that that game was up. Uh, and this is your, this is Friday, Friday morning. Yeah. Right. So you, cause you both yeah. got there on Thursday afternoon. And this is your Friday morning hunt. Right. right. And so that was, that was our big like Friday encounter. And so the truck went and, um, every Turkey in the area was gone. And we said, ah, screw it. So we pack up and head back. And about halfway back, we see still through the same 
damn fence or we would have chased after them. Uh, the whole group, they're all sitting there right over the next little knoll. And so we again set up and start calling to them. And, they were, and then they were gone. That was it. Um, like as soon as we started talking to them, they said, nope, deuces and we're out. So, uh, and that's, that was the big thing. And we, we knew about that time because about that time it was, you know, getting close to 10. And, uh, we said, Oh, wonder where Grant and what Grant and Ron are doing. And this is when you guys rolled into town. Right. So it was unfortunate that I had this weird illness on Friday that I couldn't go to work, but I could definitely sit shotgun. So Ron and I rolled out of his house um, near Seattle at around 3.30, I want to say. So we were over to where you guys were by like 9.30. Stopped at the house, dropped all our stuff off, and then honestly that day was kind of a blur because I got up at 2.30 in the morning and then drove across the state. So um, we met you guys at some point. Yeah, we found your guys' truck on the side of the road. We kind of talked about where about you were, and uh, we found you, and we you had enough reception that we could uh, text and say, hey, we're here at your truck, and uh, out you guys came. And you guys, I think, had been talking to some, but uh, you I'm couldn't make it happen. Trying to think of where that first spot was that we met at, but it must it have been was, right where we went the, the next day. Yeah, because you guys turned around uh, and went back there the next morning. And Teddy and I went back for uh, for a repeat, kind of back, uh, same teams as on what right. we did Saturday. Right, 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 which works great. Uh, and also, shout out to Ron. He's a calling fool. He's great at it, just like Teddy is. Um, I know Ron drives around with his calls in his truck. In his work talk- truck? No, no, in his personal truck. Oh, okay. So he talks to himself in turkey language on his commute to and from work, which is it clearly pays off because he's oh, real does. good at it. Yeah, I was the week be- leading up to our hunt. I should have started sooner with the youth hunt, but leading up to our hunt, I was doing the same thing. I actually had it in my car. So, yeah. So, there's your uh, pro tip, kids. Practice with your calls by yourself. Practice your anything you want to get good at. Right. Um, makes a, it makes a big difference. Uh, Saturday. Oh, so what did we do the rest of Friday? We did some... We did some, uh, we'll call it drive scouting. Uh, right, it's pretty much how we ended up doing. A lot, of, lot of truck time on, a lot of truck time on Saturday. Um, yeah. uh, Friday, I'm sorry. Um, shout out to Jeff and Hank Shaw for the smoked venison barbacoa for dinner. Oh. We took shifts for dinner. Uh, Jeff and Teddy were in charge of the first night, and then Ron and I were in charge of the second night. And when I say Ron and I, I mean I bought some stuff, but Ron did all the work, which was awesome. Um, Man, that, that was, was good too, though. That was pretty much it for Friday. I mean, it was pretty low key. Yeah, and so, well, yeah. Friday afternoon, the birds, because Ron and I were out driving around looking for stuff, and we saw hundreds of birds on our way in. So where this would be awesome, but it was eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning. We were driving where we were, um, and on Friday, just like on Saturday, the birds shut down in the afternoon. Which yeah, that's weird. It was well, really, I don't know it was if that's weird. weird. I don't know. I'm not an experienced turkey hunter to know that, but I know a lot of people are just as, as successful in the afternoon as they are in the morning. So 
but True. talking to the locals, they were saying that, oh, you know, they're still not ready yet, and next week it'll be good. So yeah, it's been a really cold and wet spring all over. Right. So yeah, so let's talk about Saturday. I know I know what Teddy and I did, and we we tried to go for the peat and repeat, and right. uh, uh, we we. We unfortunately did. Um, we got out there and the turkeys showed up. And uh, and the farmer across the street started his tractor. And then his truck. That was it. And the yeah. Left. Yeah. Again, in, in hindsight, it's like, man, we should have probably gone in that afternoon and knocked on the door and seen if we could set up on his field or, or the one next door. But, you know, lessons learned. But yeah. For me, that was that was a huge step. I'm I'm terrible at holding still and sitting somewhere to hunt. You know, I'd I'd rather be hiking yeah, around hiking, and yeah, yeah yep. just anything. So that was that was my big breakthrough this weekend is that we could actually sit. And I think you and I sat for shoot hour and a half, two hours that morning, yeah. trying to get those birds coming in. We could hear them in the distance. They started gobbling. It was it was shaping up like it was going to be just like Friday morning and and have them come into us and and they got disrupted. But that was. Um, that was probably my most proud thing from the weekend is that I sat and held still for, for that long. Yeah, I agree. I have the same problem. I get fidgety. Right. Yeah. I think we did a pretty good job of that. Um, so go ahead. Oh, I was going to say Ron and I, cause we were, you know, team Ron and Grant, we went to on Saturday morning, a spot that we were like, that looks so great for turkeys. And it's a big open area or a big chunk of private land but you have to kind of it's hard to access um and I, I especially when the water is up where we were at the water was low so we could just walk across but uh we get out of the truck and immediately we hear a, a turkey going so we're like cool so set up over here put a decoy out sit we're gonna hang out here for a while and ron has this damn near a ghillie suit for turkey hunting it's really funny to watch him walk through grocery stores because people look at him like he's a lunatic, which is fine. I mean, he is. We all are. Right. So we set up, and we are looking at where the noises are coming from. We had a very similar experience the day before. So on Friday, we sat down. We heard a gobbler try to pull it off of some private land. Um, heard it come in, but it just wouldn't commit. So that's when we met up with you guys. Uh, we went back to that same spot, heard a gobbler once again on private land, went and set up in a different area um, with our decoy. And we sat up, you know, super quiet still. And at one point we're sitting there and he's calling and we're getting, you know, responses. And I look over and there is a hen 10 yards behind him. She's hmm. like looking for the noise and kind of, you know, turking around. And I clear my throat to try and get his attention and she jets. So I want to say we sat there for probably an hour, which was, it's really cool. One of my favorite things that I expressed this to you guys um, about this whole hunting endeavor of ours is once the woods finally get used to you, so you go in, right, you set up, make it a bunch of noise, and then you sit there for about 10, 15 minutes. And once that's over, um, everything kind of goes back to normal. And it sounds like, the I mean, it's just, it's super neat. So she came in like a ghost, like they all do, yep. making little little turkey noises. And then um, 
up and left. So we went to try and find other ones. And this is where I found those questionable jaws, those jobs. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, and I had two pretty good authorities uh, respond to us on Instagram. One said uh, bear and one said... Uh, Probably bear. Cat. Uh, no. And so I would have to hold it up to something, to a bear and a dog and a cat to really... Right. Well, you know. So, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was neat. Um, so that was Saturday. That kind of took us to lunchtime. And uh, Grant, why don't you were the successful one? Why don't you tell us about Saturday afternoon? Oh, when we decided to say these birds are stupid, let's go fishing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we did what any sensible group of adult men would do when they were not having any luck turkey hunting. Uh, Ron and I went and grabbed a cooler full of beer and we met. Jeff and Teddy at a little lake that we were told had fish in it. So we're out there. Uh, Teddy and Jeff got there way before we did. They didn't have any luck catching fish. I am not a sitting fish kind of fisherman. I have to be doing something. So I started throwing a little spinner in the water and I started having fish hit. Just little bumps here and there. Change the lure. Bump. Oh, got a fish. This one's real small. Let's throw it back. And I, I, I want to say I caught over 10 fish. Oh, yeah. You, you killed them. Right. And they maybe an hour or two. It was pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Once, once we figured out that they like, you know, moving things instead of floating bait, it kind yeah. of got the whole thing going. So we had a great time catching fish, watching eagles. Uh, Teddy took a little power nap. Yeah. After his lunch. You know, and- uh, that... <laughs> That fucker does that when you're driving, too. Basically. Oh, I'm fully aware. <laughs> Teddy, where am I supposed to be going? I don't know where I'm going. You're navigating. What? what? He, just, he just gets tired. It happens. When he has to do all the calling, he gets tired. That's true. So, a lot of weight. So, yeah, basically, then we went home. That's when uh, you and Ron cooked. Yep. Um, well, that's when Ron cooked. Yeah, well. And uh, that was amazing. Um, we had uh, some. We had a special special guest, Northwest Dad Outdoors, yeah. uh, stop by. Um, cool. We because we're friends with them on the Instagrams. Yeah. Uh, and we were looking at their pictures. We were like, oh, these guys look like they're pretty close to us. Yep. So we messaged them, and turns out they were at a campground about a mile down the road. Yeah. So they came over on Saturday night. We had a couple of beers and chatted. Um, one of the real cool things about the house that we were staying at is there's a big open field right behind it. And both nights, Saturday or Friday and Saturday night, right before legal light was over, um, turkeys would come out. Lots turkeys of turkeys and deer. Lots of turkeys. turkeys. Yeah. And they talked to us, but they'd never come close. They were, yeah. They were, the toms were very busy at that point with the hens, so... It's true. <laughs> but it was really cool because you could see uh, when you we pulled out our binoculars from the trucks and those bright red heads. Just It was so neat to see that. Yeah. And then you could see them gobble through the binoculars and then the sound would hit you. It was like <laughs> shooting steel, but kind of interesting instead. Not as satisfying. Yeah. And that so that pretty much wraps up our trip. We did not get up and go on Sunday. Uh, some of us were moving slow. 
Um, some of us were up until 1 a.m. ranting about the ATF. I don't know who that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we all had fairly long drives to deal with on Sunday. And yeah. everybody that lives and has driven in Washington knows that you don't want to be on I-90 on a Sunday afternoon. No. Headed eastbound or westbound. Neither way. You don't want to be on right. that. Um, so, yeah, we stopped at a um, – I was basically following you guys. Uh, right. You and Ron and Teddy goes a completely different direction. So uh, Grant, Ron, and I stopped at a little breakfast place. Well, it wasn't um, just a breakfast place, though. It was also a convenience store. Yeah, airport, airport, hair care, entire center. Um, right. It, it was. I think they had a fax machine we could have rented if we needed to. It it was. A, they had a jackalope. Uh, did you yes, notice the? Did. You noticed that the taxidermy that I was sitting almost under uh, had somebody, when they were caping it out, sliced through the face so bad that there was like a slice through the hair. And you could see the line in the face. Did you? I guess you didn't notice that. No. I, I was nitpicking it. it I was, was like, really man. focused on my Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And I... Also, right as we were getting there, there was a couple of turkeys up on the hill from there. Yep. Um, and those were the last birds that I saw on the trip. Yeah. And uh, then we headed home. All right, boys. So that's the trip. Well, let's summarize let's it real quick. Uh, four yes. guys, uh, cumulative probably 1,500 miles driven, one bird shot. Um, but it was a dangerous day to be a cold deer. Oh, it was for sure. <laughs> Or ice cubes and rum, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was the evening. Right. Which may or may not have had something to do with our slow moving on Sunday morning. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, so what gear changes are you guys going to make for next year? Um, if I can find a turkey vest for a decent price, I mean, based on the amount of turkey hunting that I actually do. Yeah. I'm, would probably pick that up but i really liked the traveling light i like the uh my bino harness because that has everything i need in it um yeah and being as it's easy you can move quick as as close to the truck as we were i didn't need the whole big like the whole big thing i really kind of wish i'd had um everything in my pockets that i had and then my bino harness like I had and my shotgun and my decoy. Right. If I'd had that, I'd, I'd have been so much lighter. Well, and the, the only reason I want the turkey vest is to hold the decoy. Yeah. Cause that's the only thing that I didn't have with me that I wish I did. Ron had one in his pocket on his vest, but I didn't, I don't have the vest. So I, I would add one of those to my collection. I see. Yeah, and I've I've got the vest. I haven't quite figured out my compromise between getting water and my first aid kit in there with it too. And so I I kind of defaulted back to my pack on this one. I've I've used the vest to travel a little bit lighter, but I yeah for next year, uh, kind of sticking with my big change this year was really really working on covering my face. And so I actually yeah. went with two. I've got a, a balaclava that is a little bit tighter and then a loose mesh one that goes over that I can see through and even cover up my eyes with that one. Yeah. I noticed that that looked pretty good. Yeah. That I makes that a, lot. a lot of sense. This is, the, well, I had my, um, not a ball of club, but, well, I guess it is, but just 
cover for my nose down, but the whites of your eyes stand out so much. I would yeah. notice that when I'd look over at Ron or whatever, he's all, you know, gilly suited up, but if he didn't have his mesh over his eyes, it pops out. And I know it does for me too. I just can't see myself very well. Yeah, you just don't see it on yourself much. Yeah. Right. A lot of the times I'd, I'd tilt my hat, hat down to kind of look under my hat yeah. and kind of historically I'd done that. But the the way Jeff and I called those birds in on Friday, that was a huge confidence boost that, you know, we had one bird 10 yards from both of us chirping at us for four or five minutes and didn't really realize what we were. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we got Tom's in within 15 yards of us, um, you know, plenty concealed enough. So that was, that was a big confidence boost. Um, one other tidbit I picked up and I, you know, you, you kind of hear it, but never heard it explained this way. Um, so when I was out elk hunting last fall, <clears throat> I was cow calling and heard some movement in the brush and this is muzzleloader season. So it's not hunter's orange, it's camoed up. And so I kind of held still and just waited and heard some movement through the brush and kind of, yeah, this doesn't sound quite right. doesn't quite sound like an elk, but it's definitely something moving slow and deliberate. And, and I looked up and the first thing I saw coming through the brush was white hands. And I've never really, I, you know, thought anything of gloves, especially doing a lot of modern season, but it was amazing how much, you know, your white hands stood out. So I was, I was a big believer in gloves this year. Yeah, and the, they do make a difference, I think. Yeah. And it was cold, so wearing gloves was nice in the mornings. Yeah. I I got I have some really light gloves and they're they're pretty good up to not hot, but up to kind of warm. And it's yeah. It makes a big difference. Um all right, so boys, that's our turkey hunt. Um do we need to talk about anything else? No, What's I just next? I just want to say that it's really fun to be learning this. Uh, yeah. And Teddy at the youth hunt kind of surmised it perfectly. Watching these toms out in the field, when they puff up, it's like they don't know what the hell's going on. And so, they don't. They sorry, really mom, don't. but it's uh, like when a high school boy gets, gets a boner. Like they just don't know what to do with it. They're kind of proud of it, but they don't know why. And <laughs> when he, when he kind of made that analogy, I was like, that's perfect. That's exactly what it is, because there's no like rhyme or reason to it. I mean, sure, there sometimes well, there is, but the, you could there could be a tom by himself in the middle of a field, and all of a sudden he just kind of puffs up and doesn't know why. An old so, tom is like four years, so right. like it's not like this is something he does a lot, right? He's right. he's he's had a season or two, and he doesn't know what's going on. It's just so funny because they look so confused for a second, and then they gobble. And they don't know why they did that either. And no. I just, I, I, they're so funny to watch and interesting. And then we, Ron and I saw a grouse doing damn near the same thing. Yeah, I had was, a puffed up grouse too. He was shredding on a log. And I'm like, who are you trying to impress, man? <laughs> Other than me. Because I, really, I thought it was really cool. So that's yeah. just my, my little take is that as much fun as they are to hunt, I could just sit and watch them all day too. Because they're so foreign to me they're so new and interesting so yeah i'm definitely not sad uh it would have been cool to bring home a bird but man yeah teddy that the encounters that we had it i think we know what we're doing we just haven't had it connect yet so right yeah that was that was the best hunt i've had so far yeah it was, it was uh, a super fun weekend 
It is it is kind of late in the podcast, but we did say it on purpose. Uh, big, huge shout out to uh, our hosts for the weekend. Oh, um, oh, I was they're going to be running an Airbnb, that. right? So yeah. if you guys need an Airbnb in northeastern Washington, hit us up. Hit us up. We'll connect. Yep. Yeah, they're they've got a, a little cabin on their property, and and you guys were. I stayed in the house because there was a room, but they yeah. they're converting this cabin over and putting in some bunks and and bathroom and little kitchenette, and it's going to be a, a killer Airbnb for hunting, fishing. Um, there's a fence in the area. You can park your boat and your gear. It's you know it's one of these things. It's you're the biggest thing for me when I travel is is feeling like my gear is safe and. So this is one of those things where you're, you know, you could park a boat there and you'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask Teddy, have you heard from Nathan or Kayla about the fireball shots? I haven't gotten any updates yet. (laughs) Um, You may want (laughs) to share that story. I was, I don't know if we posted that picture of all of us doing the fireball shots again, but it was, it was kind of funny to see my face relative to everybody else. I was definitely the (laughs) least, least enthusiastic (laughs) about it. Yeah. But you did it like champ. Right? Oh yeah, because that's what you have to do. Um, yeah. I hid a couple of fireball shots around their house for Kayla to find because apparently it's her favorite beverage. Perfect. Or it's a, she doesn't hate it entirely, but they're hidden, so she gets to try and find some. Perfect. Like an Easter egg. She has, yeah, just like an Easter egg. Cool. So all right, so uh, yeah, that's that's it. Next up is. Fishing. Probably spring fishing. I fishing. don't know that I'm going to even get out until the next one. So I hope you guys have some good shit happening in May. Yep. Springers, springers open up for us here in Tri-Cities, and they're actually starting to show up. So I'll I'll hit the bank. If flows are right, I should be able to get one or two. Killer. Yeah, I've got uh, a Lincoln trip with Ben planned for the, the trip that we wanted that um, auction. So... Hopefully oh, we have yeah. something to report. And then next weekend when we're at that work party, I will be, uh, or Ben's going to go Lincoln fishing with his buddy. Yeah. So hopefully he has something to report. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, yeah. And uh, again, thank you, Riley, for joining us. Thank you, Nathan and Kayla. And uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, what else we got, boys? Is that it? That's pretty much it. Bye, Mom. That's it. Bye, Bye Mom. Bye, Riley. Even though you're on it, I usually that's your sh- the shout out. So, <laughs> all right, bye.